Welcome to Curtain Jerks here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Mark Warzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brett Goodell. And we're all comedians who live in Hollywood, California. Hollywood. Los Angeles, California. Woo! And we are also big professional wrestling fans. And we've got another kind of special show again this yeah. week, guys. Because later on uh, today, we've got an interview with NWA President David Marquez. Ooh. Yeah. That's the big time. That, that is, is the big time. We... Um, we did a show live at NWA Hollywood a couple of episodes ago and put a ton of the uh, interviews all in one episode and then uh, and then had a couple more that we've spread out over these last yeah, couple yeah. episodes. Eric Watts' we'll interview last, played yeah. in the last episode. And on this one, we have a what I think is a really interesting uh, interview with NWA President David Marquez. And if even if you don't know NWA, I'm sorry, NWA Hollywood President yeah, yeah. David Marquez, even if you don't know NWA Hollywood, it's a local promotion out here. They've got... They've got a TV show out here, and you can watch it anywhere on the internet. Um, I think it's really um, interesting to hear the uh, the point of view and the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of like because we talk a lot about business and behind the scenes, and so like the point of view of a of an independent wrestling promoter in 2011, and he talks about what he does in comparison to TNA and WWE, yeah. and his <laughs> thoughts on the new ROH show, what he's competing with, not in terms of wrestling, but just in entertainment in general. Yeah. So that was that was really interesting to hear about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all that's coming up a little later on, and we hope you enjoy. But we're going to start today with some news about the WWE Network. Not going to lie, I'm excited about this. And uh, how excited are you going to be, Brett, when you're going to, the only way you can see Royal Rumble or WrestleMania is through this network? All right. Pretty excited. I don't even drop bombs happen. this early in the show, That's but think about that. Happen. Isn't it? Maybe happen. it's a conspiracy, guys. They just said that. They're not going to do oh, that. Oh, they just set in a brush fire to see what kind of animals they can smoke out, huh? Is that it? Well, this is one scared turkey. <laughs> All right? I don't want to get my face blown off come uh, Royal Rumble time when I find out I have to get pay cable and when I can't just go to a, uh, my friend's house to watch a pay-per-view, all right? Well, how would that well, be any already, different? Yeah, you're already yeah, paying You'd money. either go to Mark's or my house, and we would have the channel. I yeah, think, if you're going to have that channel like a bunch of suckers. I think what you really mean is I don't want to have to pay for this channel when I usually just watch a free stream of the pay-per-view. Okay, first of all, the quality <laughs> of streaming a pay-per-view is so substandard yeah. that I would be a complete rube to be watching it live. You have to wait a couple hours and then download it, okay, guys? You all know what's going on out there, Internet. Yeah, I don't know who the WWE thinks they are trying to start their own network if oprah winfrey couldn't successfully launch her own network yeah. what hope does vince mcmahon have and does he think, thing. Does he think he's do... bigger than oprah winfrey i think he does I, but look at vince mcmahon's <laughs> success in in outside ventures i mean this is going to be a successful network channel it's going to be <laughs> well he's thinking the what man's got a midas touch everything outside of wrestling he touches turns to gold well think about it this way guys if you have 24 hours a day to program and seven days in a week and if you do some sort of encore programming, maybe, maybe they'll have enough original programming to go with their massive tape libraries to really put together something pretty special. Well, they're saying they're If gonna... you're a rube... <laughs> I stepped right on your joke. I stepped right on it, a Steve. Jo- hey, that wasn't a joke, no, man. That was, that was education right there. He's mad. <laughs> but, you know... Um, I'm just mad because they haven't asked me to try to do any programming for them. But WWE is saying that they're going to launch a bunch of original shows featuring their wrestlers, like a cooking show with Big Show and his wife is something they talked about doing. That sounds like something I made up, but it's not. That's a real thing. A whole half a cow and 12 dozen potatoes. Because he's a big guy. I bet he's a great cook. And then I bet he is. He better be for the amount he probably eats. At least... Wants it to taste good, right? Yeah, no, I think he can take care of himself. 
Oh, cooking boy. wise. What? I think he. I think he's a good cook. You have derailed us for the last time. <laughs> I guarantee you, I have not. All right. Well, WWE has um has released. Actually, this is real. I uh, this is from the Pro Wrestling Torch website, prowrestlingtorch.com, and uh, this is a story about one of the shows that they are for sure doing. And uh, let me read it to you guys, please. Yeah. WWE is looking to name their newest WWE Network TV show involving WWE legends. I can't say WWE that many times fast in one sentence. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. That was do, one more, do it one more time. Okay. WWE is looking to name their newest WWE Network TV show involving WWE legends. I feel like you're dropping all the copyright and trademarks out of that <laughs> sentence. Also. The description reads, quote, A reality series featuring many of your favorite WWE legends... All forced to live under one roof. See what happens when the most colorful and combustive personalities in WWE history shack up, break bread, and bruise egos. WWE. And then, and then they give. There's a poll that lets you vote on what you think the name should, uh, the show should be. And these are the choices that they gave people: WWE House of Fame, WWE Old Timer Acres, WWE Retired and Rowdy Roommates. WWE Old School Yard and WWE Legends House. You have to, you're supposed to choose between those. I think we could probably add more names to that list. Yeah, I think yeah, that's probably a short get. list. Before, but you know what? Before we more. do, though, if you had to pick one of these, which would you want it to be? These are terrible. They're yeah, they're all bad. I think it's probably. I, I bet mean, it's going to be Legends House. This show concept, though, I will say, is cutting edge mm-hmm. for 1997. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I would edge. rather watch. Uh, did you guys see that video of Stone Cold just shooting stuff on his at his ranch or at a shooting range? <laughs> no, I'd rather no. watch a dialogueless show of Stone Cold shooting like pottery <laughs> and stuffed animals at a shooting range. What are you 40, even talking about? For, I don't know, four-hour show. I think that'd be incredible. Did and so- he'd have guests on, and he'd w- introduce them, but then they wouldn't talk about anything. They'd just shoot stuff. Isn't that Shawn Michaels hunting yeah, show right now? Shawn Michaels no, those hunting- are real-life things that are being hunted and having their life souls extinguished. Where Stone Stone Cold's only shooting pottery and beer cans? No, I mean, if, if he wanted to. Look, Stone Cold can shoot whatever he wants. I'm going to pitch it as inanimate objects. Okay. Maybe Muppets. <laughs> well, we, we came up with some titles yeah, yeah. for these, uh, some alternate titles that we think they should consider adding to the list. And we're doing this in one of our, uh, on our, one of our famous grab bag segments. And we'd so, like the, our uh, Curtain Jerks audience to vote in on these, too. Yeah, so absolutely. if you like any of our names better, then go ahead and comment and uh, tell us and which one of these names you let's see if we can take it like. all the way to the network, guys. Or come up with your own name. So, so every once in a while on this show, we do what we call a grab bag segment, which it means we each, uh, on our own, wrote down a bunch of potential names for the new WWE show. We folded the pieces of paper up, threw them uh, in the, on the table here in front of us. We don't know what the other guys have written. And we're going to pull these and um, and see what we've got. So can I start? Please. Absolutely. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> this one says, WWE Cry for Help. Oh. <laughs> the name of the show. Yeah. Cry, yeah. cry for Help. <laughs> Oh, no. That's a great name for a reality it's show. It's a great name for a reality and show. And I think it's uh, pretty probably truthful to what the kind yeah. of the uh, clientele you're going to see in that house. Well, it'd be very easy for them to cast. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. All right, Brett. Okay, All right. It's terrible. Brett, grab one. <laughs> I have WWE Nuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm voting for that one, actually. Yeah, that's good. That was, I like WWE I like that's enough. phenomenal. That's really good. W- Steve, what do you got? W-E-N-O. See you here. 
The reality show for WWE would be Parade of Sadness. Oh, oh God. This is... <laughs> we've clearly got an agenda here in this. <laughs> what we've written. Well, I think if you're... A lot of these legends have had tough lives. But yeah, I, I yeah. think that's... And, and have fallen on tough times. Yeah. Which the WWE will completely take advantage of. But celebrating <laughs> them. them but time. celebrating them by parading them around town or making them be waiters at a restaurant or... Do some terrible game. Do you think they're going to have to do those kind of stunts and stuff? The, the challenges? Oh, of course yeah. they will. Absolutely. Of course they will, right? Hey, eat your way out of this cake. <laughs> How about this one? Uh, WWE Scott Hall, Scott's Hall of Legend. <laughs> Scott's <laughs> Hall of Legend. As, As of does... this taping, Scott Hall's still alive. Sure. So <laughs> if this becomes tragically Jesus. sad a couple of weeks from now. <laughs> Just, yeah. God. I think he could be the crowning king or perhaps the uh what's the person on the horse at the front at the Rose Bowl parade? The uh quartermaster? What is it? I yeah, I don't know and I'm glad I don't know. <laughs> what was That's the, what I have to say to that. The guy with the baton at the front of the parade. Of I sadness. don't want to know yeah. what that person's called. Scott Hall. We're heterosexual men. <laughs> you guys don't know parade lingo? <laughs> <laughs> no. Man, that's how you get laid in 2011. You got to know yeah. all the parade lingo. Get on a Pasadena. Yeah, float, march, New Year's band, all that stuff. <laughs> let's go. Let's get a couple let's more. Go. Of these. All right, all right, go. It's you. It's you, Brett. Uh, what do we got here? This is. It's been really cruel so far. Uh, WWE's penniless and abandoned. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Well. Well, I think we should point out that we're not targeting anyone to make fun of them besides the fact that the WWE will obviously target these people yes. and make fun of them. Every Friday, John Cena will come in the house and give everyone an attitude adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> no matter their age. All right, yeah. Steve, grab one more. Grab one more. Boy, we all obviously had the same type of thing in mind. Oh, I think we should keep these going. Pounds. These are good. I like these. <laughs> WWE really old, brother. Really old brother. I think it sounds like maybe they're trying to get Hogan on there, maybe, right? It's a no, I it's a play on Big Brother. Instead oh, of Big really Brother, old. you stay in the Big really Brother house. Brother. It's really old brother. Oh, Get it? It sounds yeah. like you wrote this one. Yeah, maybe. Well if you got <laughs> if you gotta justify the, the fact that you had to explain maybe. it. Alright, one more. I one assume more. you did WWE enough. Yeah. I that did. was fantastic. Yeah, I did. WWE spent and drugged. Oh, oh, this is just you getting... You can't end on that. Guys, this, is getting, <laughs> okay. this is getting awful. This is getting awful. I have... Oh, this is a long one. WWE's Busted Hips and Homophobia Extreme Edition. <laughs> yeah, just preying on people's emotions. Oh, that's a good one. Just all they're going to do is ply them with booze and not feed them. Should we just read them all? Yeah, There's only two, two left. More, yeah. Go ahead, Steve. There's only two left. What do we got here? Boy. Uh, let's see what else we can make these old guys do for a paycheck. Oh, oh brother. <laughs> now, hopefully this last one is going to be All right, this uplifting. last one's got to turn us around. It's like a paragraph. <laughs> Steve, you wrote this, didn't you? Start with WWE. It's going to have okay, right. in it. WWE, not Lita and Trish Stratus making out, and then by... What does this even say? Steve's only it. barely literate, by the it, way. Steve. <laughs> I believe it was supposed to read, but it looks like it's in Brett's handwriting. Oh, WWE's Brett. not Lita and Trish Stratus making out and then buying lingerie together. <laughs> Sounds like that's what the show will the not show be. The show will not be that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Although that should be a show. Yes. It should be. That should be a show. I think that show would be a lot higher rated than the potential Legends show. Yes. Well, we got to get to this David Marquez interview, but 
I real quickly, we each wrote down on another for another grab bag. We each wrote down some names of some wrestlers that we'd like to see in the mm-hmm. locked into the WWE house, and they should be locked in. By the yeah, way, yeah, yeah. they should put like a hell in a cell around this house. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> with a roof on it, and nobody can get Don't out. Think they the won't. House, by the the way. house yeah. will be the uh, the house from in your house. It'll be the little garage, <laughs> and they'll drop a hell in a cell on top of it. <laughs> uh, so real quickly, some of the names we put in here that we'd like to see in the house. The goon. The goon. The goon. Remember that could the be dangerous if they allow him to have his hockey stick in there as if, well. If they get him drunk with that hockey stick, it's, everybody should have to be in there. What if it was like a bunkhouse stampede in your house, Hell in the Cell reality show? So everybody's locked into the Hell in the Cell in the In Your House house. They each get to bring a weapon, and the show doesn't end until everyone's dead but one guy. It's like the Hunger Games. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like one hell of a battle royale. They've got to kill each other. They've yeah. got only it goes until only one person is left. Man, alive. I thought those titles were going to be depressing. <laughs> well, yeah. the next entrant in that is the odd Iron Sheik would definitely have to be in that. The Iron Sheik is for sure on this. And show. again, as of this recording, the Iron Sheik is still alive. They will. <laughs> this company will not stoop below exp- exploiting the uh, the drunk and insane Iron Sheik. For uh, for a rating, the man's yeah. a poet. I mean, they've got a, com- a poet of hatred. They've got to compete. <laughs> He's the with- Hunter S. Thompson of uh, WWE. Yeah, they've got to compete with the Rosie O'Donnell show on the OWN Network. That's they got- true. They better be bringing the big the big guns. The big guns. And like this person, go Steve, ahead, Steve. Pick one. Who folded this paper? It's like eighteen times. Barry Windham. Barry Windham. Now that big is Barry a ratings Windham. puller right there. Barry Windham. Uh, very uh, the Widowmaker. I think he should be there as the, the Widowmaker. Widowmaker. <laughs> not not as Barry Windham. He should be there as the Widowmaker. Uh, or the the Blackjack. Uh, what was it? Blackjack Windham. What did he? Well, call he, well, his dad was Blackjack Mulligan. Yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the new Blackjacks was that one? He was, was part of the new Blackjacks. Yeah, there was yeah. very briefly a new Blackjacks, which I think was him and JBL. Right? Oh, yeah. Did anyone yeah. write JBL down? Here, let me hang on. Well, well, yeah, I pulled another one here. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh. I'd be willing to bet money that Hacksaw Jim Duggan will be on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, so far, we've actually pulled two that are probably going to be on the show. And I know what his weapon is. His weapon is the 2 by 2 by 4 mm-hmm. And then he will be joined by, oh, God, this is going to be a nightmare for all involved, Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah, Abdullah the Butcher. So now the house is going to be crawling with hepatitis C. <laughs> <laughs> and adds a drama factor. Yeah, it sure it adds does. A drama and those factor. are stakes. Those are and called B, stakes. everybody... Please wash the forks in the house. Please wash the forks. <laughs> At least he'll make everyone some ribs, though, huh? And another entrant into the WWE's House of Legends of Sadness will be Billy Jack Haynes. Ah, oh, he was yeah. my first favorite wrestler, yeah, Billy yeah. Jack Haynes. And you would have an excuse to bring your uh, action figure out of the kitchen where it's got a home and put it yep. into your entertainment center. Yep, yep. So I, want him, I want him so in his old school. You want him to school. watch himself. Watch himself. I want him in his old school, old school Oregon gear. Oh, definitely. That's what I like, Billy Jack yeah. Haynes. When he was the wrestler from Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> the cowboy wrestler from Oregon. <laughs> and finally, the last one we have on a piece of paper here, King Kong Bundy. Well, if Abdul is in the house, you need King Kong Bundy in the house and to got- offset him. You gotta show. He'll be there so that they can show movie screens on his back, like Gorilla Monsoon used to always say. <laughs> so Gorilla Monsoon always used to say you could show movies on his back. I think they should install, you know, like a home cinema in the in your house house, 
And they, but the screen, King Kong Bundy's back. There you go. It sounds like we've got quite a cast of characters Boy. that are going to be in that reality show. David Marquez is going to listen to this show and be absolutely mortified <laughs> that, <he's, laughs> that he is associated. Well, I think we should, what whatever has gone disgust on here. that he feels, I feel like he still got it. He had an open forum, and I think he made the most of it. There you go. It's also a very, very important to point out that he has. Uh, you know what? Maybe I won't say it. I, won't, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the surprise. Now that I think about it, I'm not going to say it. Well, now you make it sound like there's some huge surprise. There's a huge surprise. No, there isn't. No. There's a bombshell. If anyone's been listening (laughs) to the past interviews, I've been asking a very specific question to several wrestlers to prove Mark wrong. And if Marquez has... Knows what I'm talking about, then I feel like I'm right. And no, we should remind the audience in case they haven't listened to the previous episodes. When we were interviewing everyone at NWA Hollywood, you kept asking everyone if they had seen the movie Aliens. And the reason you did that is because I've never seen Aliens, and you keep making fun of me and think I'm weird because of it. Well, I'm very proud of you. I found out that you just recently watched RoboCop for the first time. Is that true? I no, I'd always seen RoboCop. Oh, who the who's was that you, bro? I re- I've seen it a hundred times, but I just watched it. Oh, again. that was me. Yeah. I just watched it. You recently. don't listen. It to was us. so good. Robocop <laughs> was so good. <laughs> well, anyways, I hope David Marquez will forgive us for associating him with all this foolishness. Blame WWE, not it's us. That's true. Yeah. You know what? It's the, it's Vince McMahon's fault. Yeah, yeah we're the voice Vince. of the people. Yeah. All right, all we do is comment and see and, and spread education. We're the other 99%. That's right. Yeah. We Vince spread McMahon. education like hepatitis. That's what we do. <laughs> all right, well, please enjoy this interview with NWA Hollywood president, David Marquez. We are here in NWA Hollywood with the man, the man behind the scenes, the president of NWA Hollywood, David Marquez. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. Mr. Glad president. <laughs> tell, us, tell us about NWA Hollywood. What is it? What's special about it? What sets it apart from the other wrestling promotions that are out there? Uh, I don't know if we're any different than anybody else. Uh, we just have the luxury of being in Los Angeles. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, which is a burden at the same time because in L.A., you know, there's more entertainment and uh, there's an awful lot of competition, and the biggest competition is the weather. So, yeah. you know, it's it's very difficult to do things here, but we're lucky to be on television, uh, in a real television market, on a real TV station. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the plus. How did, it, how did it come about? How did NWA Hollywood get on TV? Because in this, in this market, in this era for wrestling, hardly anyone has TV nowadays. So it's a real luxury and a rarity that, that you guys have a weekly, hour-long show. And people can see it all over the world, of course, on the Internet, too. No, that's right. Um, well, it, getting on the air in, t- in Los Angeles on a real TV station took 10 years. Wow. Uh, we were on a digital channel before anyone had digital antennas or mm-hmm. anybody was digital. It was called uh, KVMD, uh, Channel 23 or something here in town. Now everybody can get them because of digital television. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, in the, I think, 03, no one could get it. Right. So... Uh, it, it was a progression of how – it's funny how it's NWA Hollywood. The real name of the company, the, the corporate name is NWA Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's just become NWA Hollywood with mm-hmm. so, social networking. Uh, that's what people refer to it as, which is fine, uh-huh. which mm-hmm. is cool. Uh, but this goes – this is probably our – or my fifth or sixth series on okay. television some way, somehow. And in NWA Pro Wrestling world – this is our third. We we had a series called NWA Showcase, uh-huh. which aired on a very small network called MAV-TV, which is now bigger. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, We were the very first original programming with them uh, way back when, I think 04, 05. Uh, And then we did another series for the Dish Network on their uh, local origination channel that ran for about a year and a half called NWA Wrestling Showcase. We just kind of added the showcase part to it, or the wrestling part of it to showcase. (laughs) And that ran for about a year and a half, and most of that was on the road out of arenas. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that footage. Uh, we used to pack arenas when people wanted to spend money. Sure. Um, uh, we did that for about a year and a half, and then it origi- we, we moved it to the Plaza Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas on Fremont Street. Uh, ah, we, yeah. we were there for yeah. about six months. Uh-huh. And then uh, we stopped. Oh, no, take that back. We went and did our last 12 or 13 episodes we did down at Columbia Square, CBS Columbia Square down the street. Yeah. And so we did a studio show. And then that also aired on Dish Network. And then the other shoe fell, and we were done. Uh, (laughs) uh, Is wrestling a tough sell on television today Uh, with WWE being so dominant? Is it it tough to get the show on TV? I don't think it is. It's uh, it's all about the programmers. Um, The reason why we got this on KDOC was because SmackDown was going to one of the USA networks or Mm -hmm. Sci-Fi. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Sci-Fi. You guys took that time slot. Sorta in our market. Sorta. Uh, We did. We went on at eight o'clock on on, uh, KDOC because KCOP Channel Thirteen lost. SmackDown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in some respects, I kind of put one over on the station uh, to, in order mm-hmm. to get us on because they thought that we were going to draw that kind of number. Uh, of course, we weren't. Uh, <laughs> but I think we did a good enough sales job to get us on, and now we've been on for a year and a couple of months and doing great now that we moved at 4 o'clock. We've had three time slots. I mean, we were lucky to get on at 8 o'clock on a Friday sure. night. Yeah, that yeah, was our yeah. original time slot. Sure. Then we went Saturdays at 11, which I thought was going to be a little better, and it was. But I fought for Saturdays at four because uh-huh. that's more of a traditional uh, wrestling time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. So, I used to watch at six oh five every that's right. Saturday. So <laughs> that's what we're trying to do um, in in rebuilding the brand and the audience because the NWA is a dormant brand. I mean, we're mm-hmm. not. Sure. We, we we don't try to put one over on people. It's mm-hmm. we, we know it's not the dominant group anymore. Um, but the, fu- the coincidentally. Around the world, in a year's time, more people see NW- live NWA branded events around the world than any other company. Mm-hmm. There uh-huh. might be bigger shows, there might be bigger events, <laughs> but in overall, an annual basis with all of our co-promotions and things all over the world, mm-hmm. I mean, our Japanese company draws three, 4,000 people to their events. In yeah. Mexico, the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and us, we were doing that here in the States for a little while, again, before the economy dropped. Um, but uh, on an average weekend across the country, well, around the world, you can see upwards of 30 NWA-branded events. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's bigger than what people think it is. Uh, granted, there's a couple of hundred, if not upwards of a thousand at each location. But tonight alone... There's probably 12 NWA events going on across the country. Wow, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize no, that. No, they don't. I mean, the internet, the internet is good and the internet is bad uh, because it, it sets a tone and perception that isn't necessarily the best because mm-hmm. everyone believes uh, everyone has an opinion. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when before it was just magazines and you kind of went along with it and, okay, this is what's happening and we're going to follow those stories and whatnot. Uh, television helps. But even with our type of television and the way the, let's say, this generation 
has grown up. They didn't grow up with local TV or local affiliates. There's no bozo shows. There's mm-hmm. no romper rooms. Right. You know, and certainly there isn't pro wrestling on TV. You right. do have the WWE. So when people see our show for the first time, they think it's on a public access channel. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> right. You know, that station sold for three hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a wow. real bona fide television station. <laughs> right. So right. That's the hard. That is the hard sell to people. Okay. To, so they look at this as it's a that it is professional. And that it's not just a bunch of kids jumping around. That you know mm-hmm. there are real guys in the back running it. Now I don't yeah. want to incorrectly brand you, but I see. And one thing I like about the NWA Hollywood show is I feel like I'm watching more of a pro wrestling show than a sports entertainment show. Yep. I enjoy that. But do you feel like that's accurate? Is that what we produce? We produce a pro wrestling program. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a one hour pro wrestling show. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it's programmed just like a Looney Tune hour. If you think about how many Looney Tunes are in an hour, you know, how many cartoons, you get about four or five cartoons in an hour. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, our program is programmed exactly the same way. So, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Now, tell us about some of the talent on the, on the show and some of the talent you're most excited about. We've talked to a lot of the talent uh, here today. Brett thinks that Lucky O'Shea was staring at him yeah, during yeah. her match. I believe I, he, she was looking at me. Yeah, Steve I think thinks you're she wrong about at that. Him, yeah, but yeah. Mr. We, President, what would you, out of the two of us, who do you think Lucky O'Shea was looking at? Well, I don't know. Since we're in West Hollywood, I could probably answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised she wasn't looking at you. Hey! hey. Uh, Meredith! <laughs> or Paradise, uh, as Scorpio calls who, who, who's, Tell us about some of the talent on the show that, that you're excited about. Um, Adam Pierce has been a mainstay. Eric Watts is here. Colt Cabana is here. Yeah, you know, we've been really lucky in not only having great relationships all over the world with talent. Um, I've been in pro wrestling for 23 years, so I know an awful lot of people. Uh, and uh, we've nurtured probably 75 or 80% of the talent that you see on the show. They're somehow, some way. I don't want to say homegrown, but they grew yeah. up with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been able to get in their minds uh, television first. It's still difficult. You mm-hmm. know, the, the, the instant gratification of turning around to the people in the audience, uh, it's difficult to get them to look at the camera at the couple of 10,000 people that are watching us over the air yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. and the Internet. So th- that's a difficult part. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, Peter Avalon, I think, is an awesome talent. Uh, talent. Uh, Johnny Yuma's an awesome talent. Willie Mack's an awesome talent. Uh, everyone knows what Colt Cabana, who Colt Cabana is sure. and, and whatnot. He speaks for himself. But when it comes down to brass, I, I'm very excited to see these younger uh, 19, 21, 22, 23-year-old guys who are coming into their own right now just as people. Yeah, um, yeah. Not just as wrestlers, but just and and they're getting out of college and looking at life and how do they bring that into wrestling with their day to day problems that everybody ends up having. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, that's the cool part because now they're trying to use it as part of who, their persona on the air and then their real life, mm-hmm. and it all kind of correlates. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of our hardest just going going back to outside of a talent standpoint, going back to being a producer and a director, one of the, the hardest, uh, one of the biggest problems that I have today yeah. is that there's, I believe, a lack of imagination in this generation of wrestlers because they didn't have to play. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is, yeah. is that their toys played with them. Whether <laughs> seriously, right, right, whether right. it's a video game or an interactive thing or the internet, when I was a kid, and probably you guys too don't know, but you had to pretend 
and it was mm-hmm. okay to pretend, and it was mm-hmm. okay to have fun and and be imagine have an imaginary friend or a teddy bear adventure, yeah. or or, or <laughs> you had to generate your own material. Absolutely, having material Absolutely. generated no, for to- you. Yeah, Steve yeah. has still has teddy bear adventures. That's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm wearing these teddy bears. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So I do too. Uh, but uh, but but what I'm getting at here is that when you talk to a younger talent and you try to get a personality out, and you say you're you know a one-eyed, one-horned flying purple people eater uh-huh. and they'll look at you like but no I'm not <laughs> I said, no, but, you, but you are <laughs> no. the movie Toy Story is exactly that and they they never grasp that they all have Woody and Buzz but they sit on their shelves and they don't play with them right it's right. a collector's yeah. item right you know? keep and, them packaged that's right so it's it's a little from my perspective it's totally different in the business side you'll, you'll talk to these guys they're having a great time they're having fun they're learning they're performing they're getting able to live out their dream here in Los Angeles and the world too because of our program they're all mm-hmm. being employed elsewhere because of what we're doing which is great but my side of it and what I really like to do with them is really try to find who they really are and get them to understand that it's okay to pretend it's okay to fail it's okay to do all that stuff because mm-hmm. in school you know if these 21 22 year olds they are they were never told that it's okay to fail and right. they really don't have pinup type people to look up to yeah. like me for instance i looked up to walt disney and fred rogers and and uh-huh. great you know and cool uh-huh. to me cool people walter cronkite you know <laughs> um, but th- these guys everyone's a bad guy yeah there, there's no good guys there's no in-between guys there, yeah uh, there, there's no cowboys and indians uh, right right you know the lack of a better term so at any rate that's that's the difficult part with asking me that kind of a question when it comes to talent because I'm looking at it from a totally different perspective sure. than, than 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 most people. <laughs> we can hear the ring being deconstructed. I think. As <laughs> but, you know, before we let you go, David, I want to get your thoughts on the new ROH show mm-hmm. on the Sinclair Broadcast sure. Stadium. When, yeah. Have you seen the show? And it, it's at the time we're recording this interview, they they've aired just a couple episodes right. of it. And uh, what do you think of it so far? Well, I think anything, and this is not a political answer. I think anything that's on the air is good, uh, mm-hmm. if, especially if a broadcaster like Sinclair, um, who I had conversations with prior to the new management of ROH getting the deal, yeah. um, that it, if a multi-billion dollar broadcasting company decides that they're going to buy you and put you on the air, to me that proves that our model, which is their model, is the same, yeah. and, and, it, and it works. Um, uh, my partners is Ellis Communications. Uh, they own, I believe, upwards of 13 stations across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to do that same deal? No, because that's not what I want. I want to make Los Angeles work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the program is fine. Uh, I don't have any opinion on the production or anything like that or stories, but their talent's fantastic. Uh, I know majority of those guys, and I think they're fine fellas and girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, you know, Jim Cornette's a fantastic producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Gary Jester, pretty good. Yeah. David Lagana, as you saw, is also mm-hmm. produces here with us. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's all, it's kind of funny, you know. It, it's a very small world, and we all know each other. So, uh, just the fact that they're on the air and they're doing it is fantastic. And if it spawns more local-type wrestling show, and I do say wrestling because that's what we do. Uh-huh. Uh, Definitely. That type of, I mean, we have Percy Pringle on the show. You're saying yeah, it in a it. different yeah. way than, than Vince McMahon says it. Well, yeah. you know, here's you're the, saying it with, with pride, right? Well, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But, but I, I also want to say that as, as much that Vince, as, as much as Vince gets kicked, I don't think necessarily that everything that happens at that company 
is Vince's decision anymore. Mm -hmm. And sports entertainment, just with me knowing what I've gone through in the last, let's say, 15 years in broadcasting and pro wrestling, is that salespeople, marketing people, network people, they don't understand wrestling. Yeah. So they mm -hmm. have to, for they mm -hmm. have to, for lack of a better term, Disneyize uh, what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So is that so that they can understand it? They have to sort of warp it so that they can understand. Yeah, they it? have to put it in their own world. Like mm -hmm. I was a producer on Wrestling Society X on MTV. Yeah, yeah. And that was one of the most horrid uh, situations because here you had a major studio uh, trying to produce pro wrestling but wanted nothing to do with pro wrestling. Uh -huh. right, and right. I think that's where it comes down to at the WWE as well, is that they're creating characters, or intellectual property, let's call it that. Yeah. Like, you know, they're, 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 they're an IP company now, and they're not necessarily a touring show. Right. You know, they're, I, I, although their live events make up an awful lot of their bottom line, mm -hmm. but their, uh, their television revenue and licenses is what, in pay-per-views, is what's really driving that company. Sure. And, you know, stock is there too, but it, 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 that's not the big deal. Mm -hmm. um, so, and for the same token at TNA and what they're doing over there, a lot of people want to scream and yell and, and kick and, and nail that show. Yeah. But you want to know something, they're doing something right because over a million people are watching. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. It might not be your bag, but it's it, someone else is really it's digging It's not it. usually yeah. just, my bag. Just like me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I don't like horror movies. Uh -huh. An awful lot of people do. Uh -huh. yeah. I don't like to go to Universal or Knott's Berry Farms uh, Scary Night and get screamed at for five hours. Right. But there's an awful lot of people who like to get screamed at, yeah. you know? So it's it, 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 each your own, you know? So uh, for me, the bottom line is, is that as long as you're producing something that people are enjoying... And if I can get a million people to like what we're doing here in Southern California, yeah, it'd be sure. amazing. But yeah. they're getting it across the country, and there's revenue there, and they're running, and, you know, God bless them. And I think they're going to continue. They're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, Spike TV likes them. Yeah. So. Well, we appreciate you joining us. Yeah. You know, Can I ask just one day. quick oh, question? Oh, as, uh, God, as a producer and a creative mind, up, Steve. and you did mention horror films, are you familiar <laughs> with James Cameron's film Aliens? Jesus. Sure. Have you seen it? Yeah. Thank this is you. a running gag yeah, he's yeah. been Thank doing. You. Everyone's been I've saying never seen Aliens. Is it, is it Alien? Is the first one the first is Alien. One was the first one is the Alien. The second one is Alien. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I've no. never seen Aliens, and he can thinks I, I'm weird because I've never seen <laughs> Aliens. There's actually no follow-up. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for him. ruining Ignore our him. last that part is of the interview. For me. No, go to Walt Disney World. You can see the thing come <laughs> at you. The great movie ride. Alien exists. But thanks for joining us. We've had a thank long day much, here Dave. at the taping. Yes, and, we, and we're really still not appreciate done. you <laughs> taking some time to chat with us. And we can see everything at nwahollywood.com. That's right. And if you're in Los Angeles, KDOC TV Los Angeles. Um, channel 56 over the air and find the local cable. We're all over from, uh, well, if you get channel 7, 4, 5, 11, you get channel 56. There you go. All Amen. right. Thank you, David. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. And we're back here at the Comedy Podcast Network. Yes. Headquarters. 
We hope you enjoyed that interview with David Marquez. We certainly enjoyed talking to him, and, and we thank him and everyone at NWA Hollywood for— Very gracious with their time. They treated Very us so well. Fantastic. We talked to so many people and included we included interviews over the last three episodes of the show. Really fun to get to do that. You could check them out at NWAHollywood.com. Definitely do it. It's, yeah. it's well worth it. And uh, we want to thank everybody here at the Comedy Podcast Network. You could check us out on Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks, Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks, YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks. Go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks to Meredith Spivey, our sound engineer, and Phil Ranta, the president of the American Podcast Network. The what? <laughs> it's the American? The American? <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's do that again. For Curtain Jerks, I'm Mark Rizuka. I'm breaking hell. I'm cutting you off now. Join us next time. Bye-bye. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.